like. Due to the graphic nature of this program, discretion is advised. Hello, everybody. Welcome to A Safe Space Radio on Radio Free Brooklyn, also known as Art Star Scene Radio. I am Francis Hall. I'm Lucas T. Moray. Also known as, I am also known as Faceboy. Sometimes I'm Lucille, but I'm not Lucille tonight. You were Lucille at dinner tonight. Well, I have to be Lucille for your mom. I know. I know. And I, and I mentioned it's like somewhere sometime on this on the on the subway ride over. You're like you left you left Lucille in Manhattan. Along the right to the point where they were trying to sell us pepper spray. I was like, it's time for Lucas to come out. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking actually maybe it was real pepper spray. I think the guy was trying to sell us real pepper spray. You think he's gonna give us false pepper spray? Because I looked it up. It's not illegal to sell pepper spray in New York City. You can get it from, you have to sign up, you have to like fill out some sort of legal document. You have to not be convicted of uh, felony or assault in any state. Um, and you get it from, a, from an arms dealer or from a pharmacy. It's illegal to mail pepper spray to anyone in New York State. But you can own pepper spray. Yeah, you can own it. I don't know if you can sell it, but you can own it. You can't ship it. You ship, can't it ship it, but you can sell it. You can sell it, pharmacies. And, and then there's another loophole, and that is uh, you can get pepper spray that's meant for dogs or bears. You can get that at, at like a camping goods store. Oh. But you can use that on people. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably really bad. <laughs> it's probably really bad. <laughs> should, should, we get, should we get pepper spray? Maybe. Because, man, there are, there are so many times. Except the times when I... They also say it has to be for self-defense. Yeah, babe, of course it has to I'm be like, for self-defense. There are sometimes when I'm like, motherfucker. Like that guy who was telling us not to smoke today? He was like, when did you start smoking? And I was like, when I was 15, bitch. When I was 15. You can get off me. Get off me. I'm famous. No, just kidding. That, that's, what, <laughs> that's what I said. That's what I said to my last roommate when she was attacking me. I told her to get get off me. I'm famous, and then she went around telling my friends she was actually kind of scared that I might actually be famous. Um, and I might be. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to you guys, I she's now scared of me. <laughs> <laughs> or that guy on the subway last week. I still would have pepper sprayed that motherfucker. Pepper the, guy spray. that, the guy that yelled at the blind woman. I'm gonna pepper spray the next person who tries to steal my apartment. I'm just thinking of all the people I want to pepper spray. <laughs> uh, next time some bitch tries to steal my apartment, I'm going to pepper spray them. <laughs> Be warned, Kimberly. Just, oh, I used her name. <laughs> Get off of me, I'm famous, as I told, him, as I told her. <laughs> oh, we were going to talk about this. Uh... Get in, loser. Oh, so, you know, it's a popular meme. Get in, loser. You know, like, um, when you're, like, you, 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 like you're trying to say, like, hey, we're, we're going on an adventure. And but and Francis thought that he was, like, that was not very nice because he's old. Yeah, we were, t- we were texting each other one night, and and, uh, and she she said, uh, you know, get in, loser. We're going for a ride. And, and I was like, that, that wasn't very nice to say. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then you explained, and this is good for other people who are in intergenerational relationships. 
I'm like, that's a mem, babe. That's like a mem. It's not a big deal. That's yeah. like from a movie. Like, I thought that you were calling me a loser. And I was like, why do you do that? We were being nice. You were like, that's my... Why Why you do that to me? And I was like, babe, it's really not that big of a deal. You're just a loser. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and then I saw this, this meme uh, with this big fucking thing full of kittens and one kitten on the floor. And it's a little get in, loser, to the kitten on the floor. I get it now. Now, now you get it. So you, so now you see that it is a real thing. And I did not make it up. Yeah, so intergenerational relationships. If your partner who's maybe 20 years younger than you says something that sounds insulting, maybe it's not. Check it out. Don't get mad right away. David is still texting me. That little bitch is going to go down. I'm going to kill him. Oh, shit. If the police are listening to this, I am not going to kill anyone. <laughs> I will not kill anyone, but but David was calling the police, and I'm not very happy about that. Yeah, yeah. He, he writes to you, I only called the police. I said, I only called the police once, he said to me today. That's not a good defense. That's not a good defense. Oh, I only called the police up one time. Like, well, oh, great. Because so, if you're admitting to calling once. You're admitting to calling them once. You definitely were. It was definitely you, David. It was definitely you. Give me some whiskey after that fucking comment. <laughs> <laughs> hey, folks. Uh, coming up January 17th, it would have been Betty White's 100th birthday. And if you haven't heard, because this is everywhere, I'm sure you've heard it, but if you haven't, I'm going to remind you, the Betty White Challenge. The Betty White Challenge is to, she was a great lover of animals. She did took care of, she, she had all kinds of animal welfare organizations that she helped out. She, she did great things. So the challenge is $5. Give $5 to some kind of animal welfare organization. Just five bucks. I'm going to recommend... Uh, Waggy Tail Rescue. Uh, they're not very well known, and I'm recommending it because I know the the person who owns it and runs it, Holly Dorito. I can tell you from personal experience that your that your five dollars will absolutely go to uh, to the to help rescue dogs. There's there's no. Uh, you're not going to be dealing with a lot of admin. You know, she doesn't have administrative costs. She doesn't. She it, it, it. Anything you go, anything you give to Waggy Tail Rescue is going to go towards helping dogs, helping dogs get rescued and find homes. Every every bit of it. And uh, uh, so that's my recommendation: Waggy Tail Rescue, Betty White Challenge, January twenty seventh. My friend just, my friend texted me and he was like, these guys here at work talking to me about football and I'm just here like, and it's a picture of Britney Spears going like this with her eyes wandering. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When the boys talk about football, you're like, <laughs> when, when boys talk about it and you're not really a like boy like that, you know, Britney's been showing some ass. Britney's been showing Brittany, some Brittany's ass. Britney's showing ass right now. Britney's showing ass. Brittany, Brittany is back on game. Her daddy don't own shit no more. And so now she's been showing her ass on the Instagram. Busting out her ass on Instagram. Thank you for that gift, Brittany Spears. What a fucking ass. Brittany's like, thank you for supporting me, guys. I'm going to support you. I'm going to support you. 
I'm going to support you back. This happened this week. Uh, we went to Trader Joe's. There's no meat in the meat section. There was no fucking tofu left. There was no I had dairy to get, in I the dairy to get, section. There was no fucking eggs. There was, there no, was eggs, no bread. Eggs. There, there was, was no, no bread. bread. There was no bread. Was, what is this, man? The fucking Great Depression? Bread lines coming up? Like, it, it was... It was serious. It was a serious situation. I started to freak out. I was like, what, what is going on? There was one chicken. There was one chicken, and I almost bought it to put in the freezer to have it. But then I'm like, no, no, I'm not going to panic buy. I'm not going to buy something that I don't need because that's part of the problem. That's part of the problem that people see these empty shelves and they start start buying shit they don't need. Like I remember like right when the pandemic was starting, this guy in Trader Joe's, he's like grabbing all this shit and I'm looking at him like, you do not fucking eat trail mix. I can tell by the way you look, you do not fucking eat trail mix. Leave the trail mix for a fucking hippie. Don't fucking panic buy trail mix, motherfucker. Don't panic buy trail mix. Yeah, tra- trail mix is still in his, in his uh, cupboard. He's still got the fucking trail mix. Yeah. <laughs> So you start panic buying, you're part of the problem. I like those pineapples with the fucking spicy shit on it. Yeah, those are good. I really like those. I eat those all the time. I know. I get those like every time I go to the store. It's my, that's instead of candy. Good. It's chili. They put chili on it instead of sugar. Yes. So yeah, there are some supply problems right now. Maybe you're seeing some empty shelves, but let me tell you, the, they, they were the, the, the shelves were, were, were filled up again the very next day. Paper products they still don't have, but you know I can get them somewhere else. It's uh, you know there there's some problems out there, but please don't be part of it, okay? Don't be part of it. Don't be part of it. Don't be part okay. of it. Okay, one thing we want to talk about today is the um, we really wanted to talk about the treatment of people of the mentally ill in psych wards that are public. Um. You know, I, I don't want to bring down a, a party, but some really bad things happened to me this year. Um, you know, and I think we need to like we need to do something about it. I, I'm not sure what we're gonna do, but um, you know, I was raped by the hospital staff. I had um, I was put in isolation. Um. I was many times um, given drugs to be sedated when I was doing nothing wrong and not violent. Um, tied to the bed, when, uh, which is very dangerous, and as many people have died being tied to the bed. I was tied to the bed when I was doing nothing wrong. Just sitting there, like then they tied me to the bed. Very, very bad. Very bad behavior. Um, that's Woodhall and Kings County. Woodhall and Kings County. Mostly Woodhall. I have this in my notes, like some of the things I, I would like Mayor Adams to address. And one of the things I wrote is decent clothes for Kings County psych patients. Decent clothes. Decent clothes. They they did not dress me properly. I was so mad. I'm still mad about that. I was dressed improperly. They like they like gave you some shit from Lost and Found, didn't fit properly, didn't look right. It was too big on me. It was falling off me. It was falling off me. So like I was fucking naked basically in the unit. Because it's too big for me. It was too big. Way too big. And, you know, people with mental problems, you got to treat them with, with, with respect. You got to 
treat them with with decency. You got and and, and the clothes that you're wearing, you know, that 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 should just be crazier. No, it was it was it, like you know some of the the ghetto boys they just wore the fucking scrubs. They were like not even fucking trying to wear their fucking clothes that they gave them. They wore scrubs. They wore the scrubs. That was an option. But the scrubs were too big too. Right. On me, they were. Yeah. No, it's a different girl who texted me. I she just texted me again. I your your friend didn't text me the other day. She didn't. Francis thought his friend like sent me some messages, some some sexy messages, but I don't think she did. I think it was a different girl. I don't know if she said it was sexy. I'm not going to say her name. Let's use- This girl, this girl, I'm not going to say the other girl's name, but th- another girl from another threesome. The person- well, I didn't I didn't have a threesome with your friend yet, but maybe that'll happen. That'll happen. But um but I had a threesome with another girl, with, with a guy and a girl. And the girl still texted me years later. Because I'm good in bed. You're the best. I'm good in bed. <laughs> You're the best at sex. You are the best at sex. Uh, let's call her Mary. Um, she is an anal virgin. She's never had it in the butt. and uh, once- She came to the right place because Francis loves butt stuff. I love butt stuff. <laughs> And and I and I have and I have experience with people who were butt virgins that then became lovers of butt sex. They were scared of it and then they love it. And anyway, we were texting about that, sort of sexting about it. I was with Mary on Thursday night and, and then she she said, uh, I, I think I just I just I just drunk texted or drunk PM'd DM'd whatever it was, uh your 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 partner is that okay i, said, of I, I don't it's okay. i think she drug pm somebody else i think it was somebody else because <laughs> she didn't i didn't get the messages um somebody told me that david told me i better get down and pray that's not very polite no it's not bitch don't tell me you get down and pray <laughs> i pray plenty okay my relationship with God is my own thing, and and if you come after me again, I'm going to call the cops again and tell them you have a BB gun again. I'm going to tell them you left another BB gun in my apartment. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> no. <laughs> One time I did call the cops and tell them the unidentified BB gun in my apartment was from David, and they called him. The cops called him. Why do you do these things? <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't involve you were really upset you were yeah, really I'm upset like, don't involve police in my drama you don't have to don't involve police yeah, in my drama inv- only involve police at if 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 you absolutely have to if you absolutely well have i to. really wanted to set the score straight about who who's whose bb gun that was so I explained. But, but they the, never even saw it. They didn't I know. have to hear anything they, about they, it. They were like, where's the BB gun? And I was like, oh, I don't have it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you waited until you no longer had it before you told him about the fucking BB gun. They were like, mm, okay, <laughs> okay. I did mention on the show last week that I'm gay, but I do still... You're a faggot. Have sex oh, with, sorry. With, with women. I'm allowed to say faggot because I'm a faggot. I do sometimes have sex with women. I shouldn't use that word. I'm sorry. I'm just sorry to our listeners that I just use that word. I will not use that word. I won't use faggot or retard anymore. 
But I, I was retar- called retarded growing up my whole life because I used this bedroom, the special education room. So people called me retarded. Really? Yeah, people called me retarded. I'm sorry to hear that. That was not very nice of them. No, it wasn't. Kids are mean. Kids, Kids are really mean. Are yeah. Kid, like I don't like to be on the bus with them. Uh, or the train? No. I I switch cars when I start to see a big group of kids. Oh yeah. Oh hell yeah. <laughs> Even as an adult. No, no, as an adult, I'm like scared. I'm like I'm going to get harassed. I'm going to get harassed. I'm going to get harassed. I better leave. I better leave. And I've seen fucking kids say shit to you on my block. I remember. I forget what it was. Yeah, because they think I'm one of them. <laughs> they say shit to me because like one one of the kids uh, complimented you sincerely. And then another kid in the group said, you're ugly. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was like, fuck you, bitch. Fuck you, bitch. Yeah, you can't say that to kids. But you did say it to that guy that was like, how old were you when you started smoking? Bitch, I was 15. I was 15. That's how old I was. Get the fuck out of my face. I'll murder you. No, I won't. I won't do that. <laughs> but <laughs> get out of my face. Like, I was like, not, I didn't care. Like, like you're not, you're not. Pulling at my heartstrings. Yeah, I was 15 years old. You're not pulling at my heartstrings. Uh, should we make it a drinking game every time like you accidentally say you're going to kill somebody? Take a drink. <laughs> give me a drink. Give me a drink. I, I need I need a drink so I'll stop killing people. No more killing people. Give me a drink. <laughs> yeah, every time I say I'm going to kill somebody, you can all take a drink at home. <laughs> Hey, babe. Um, That's five shots you're already down. <laughs> yeah, I'm gay, but still enjoy sex with women. You make sense out of that however you want to. And this, and I really am going to do slutty spring and summer this year. I know I said I was going to do it last year. Last year you said it was going to be pretty slutty, slutty, your slut year. I know. I know. And, and I, and but I then, then you blame COVID, but I think COVID's going to still be going on for the rest of our lives. So how many years so are you going to blame COVID? Be, so it just ha- this has to be the my slutty summer, my slutty spring and slutty summer. It does. It does. I'm not getting any younger. You're not. Nope. This is this is your year. This is my year. This is let's, my year. Let's make it slutty. Let's make it slutty. Here's some of the other things uh, I would like to see from Mayor Adams. And Lucas, please feel free to... Uh, to uh, I don't care about Mayor add. Adams. Yeah, but you care about the city. I don't like politics. You care about the city. I do care about the city. I, I do. know you do. I do. I, do. I know you. You, just, you were just going on about you know mental health care, and and that's you know part of that is politics. You please stop raping the mental health patients. Thank you. Please stop raping. Again, we're going to say this very clearly. Please stop raping the mentally ill. Please stop raping the mentally ill. Thank but you. Instead of. Mayor Thank Adams, you since you said you didn't want to talk about politics shit, I'm going to pivot because I listen to you and I respect you. Leatherman. Leatherman. Let's talk a bit about the Leatherman. The Leatherman is a is a store that's been on Christopher Street for a very long time, at least in, since the 80s, I believe. And they 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 are they make they sell sex toys. They they also make a lot of their own sex toys. I have bought things from them in the 90s that are in perfect that that work perfectly cuffs Cuffs, leather cuffs that have that have just looked like you could have bought them a a week ago if something that you buy from them 
does breaks, break, which they'll fix it. It doesn't happen. They will fix it without charge. But it has never happened. But it has never happened. Um, we have come in for uh, O rings. Um, putting new, putting new, new O rings. Putting and, new, putting new belt. Putting and they, and they haven't charged for it. Yeah. Um, they, you know, their stuff might seem expensive, but if you want something that's going to last a life, if you buy something. That's, you know, not as expensive. You're going to be buying another one. I literally bought, I literally bought a fucking, like, bought one for me and Chanel. It lasted us two sessions. Uh, 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 A a harness? A harness. Fell apart after two. Two sessions. Oh, fuck. Did I just use her name? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, you you didn't hear that, viewers. (laughs) She's going to kill me. She's gonna kill me. I'm a little better about protecting identities. She's gonna kill me. Don't don't mention this. Nobody mention this. Nobody tell Chanel. Nobody tell Chanel. <laughs> this is now a big deep dirt secret. <laughs> she doesn't listen, so she won't know. And the Leatherman is accepting of anyone and everyone that goes into that shop. That wasn't always true. In the nineties, they were a little bitchy about, about women being in there. They like me now. No, this staff, this staff is accepting of everybody and anyone. But in the nineties, they, they, I used to go there with my girlfriend at the time. Um, uh, let's choose, let's choose Mary again. That's no good name. You're we'll, better. We'll you're better at Mary. This. You're better. I'm at better this. at this. So we would go in together, and and man, they would, they would, they were rude to both of us because I came in there with a woman. <laughs> Service was very slow. You want to see what? All right, wait. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> and there'd be like no one else in there. Wait. <laughs> but it's not like that anymore. And I still shop there, even when there were, when even when there were problems, because the fucking quality of their work is great, is is top notch. It's the best. And like I said, if there was a problem, they would fix it. The Leatherman on Christopher Street. The Leatherman. The Leatherman. We are not getting any discounts or anything like that. I have a new girlfriend, but I'm not going to mention her name. Good. Call her Mary, and then we'll talk about her. Mary, my new girlfriend, Mary. Is hot. She's really hot. <laughs> she's listening, right? I, she said she was listening. I hope she is. Um, I've been known her for, we've been sitting on the floor together for five years at, at therapy sessions. Last night, I was outside pumps with her, and she was like, we be, I said we've been doing this for a while. She said, "Doing what?" I said, "Sitting on the floor." Mm-hmm. <laughs> we used to sit on the floor at Renfrew, fucking Renfrew. Hey, Francis loves Renfrew. Francis yes. doesn't let me talk shit about Renfrew. You can talk shit all you want, but I'm gonna be right there defending him. Oh my god. <laughs> Renfrew is uh, an is, eating disorder program, and and one of the top eating disorder programs in the country. Okay, it, that's all. That's true. <laughs> they also kicked me out. No, they didn't kick me out, but they 
They said they I was, graduated you. They said I was a danger to their staff and patients, and they <laughs> graduated me. <laughs> After saying I was a danger to their staff and patients, they graduated me. <laughs> but now I'm graduated. 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 I'm a, I'm a graduate. I, I worked for, for that for three years. It took me three years to graduate. You know, but your eating habits are way better now. I mean, yeah, sure, sometimes there's a problem, but they're way way better now than, than they were, you know, when I met you. When we met, you know, we both have eating disorder problems. When we met, it was like six. We wouldn't eat. For, we didn't eat together for six dates. It was six months. Six months, actually, six months. You know, I've heard this is like what gay men do. And we're gay men, too. We're kind of gay men together. Six months we didn't eat together. Now we'll have dinner together and we'll go to the store and, and Get shop more food. food. Yeah. To, for, to stock up. For I heard gay men home. don't like to eat in front of each other because they, they think their partner will later think that they're going to become fat because of that. I heard that on a podcast. About eating disorders. Hmm. Yeah. I, I, I've heard the down low because I've been watching all the eating disorder podcasts recently. Uh, just one, uh, one, one podcast. Uh, what, what was the name of the podcast? Um, wealth, health, something management. It was, um, I forget. I forget. I, I can't ever remember what I'm fucking listening to. Um, it was very good though. Nah, I forget. Well, it seems like you choose very good podcasts. Well, usually it's just true crime. So I, uh, in my never-ending quest to show you that acapella... Is not ten white guys from Connecticut and Cardigan singing holiday classics. Oh no, not more acapella. <laughs> you always say that. I'm gonna play this for you. It better be good. It better be good. Yeah, I'm, I'm convincing you that it's not ten white guys from Connecticut and Cardigan singing holiday classics. Do you like how I keep expanding on this one? It started as just ten white guys, and then last week it was ten white guys in cardigans. It's ten white guys in cardigans. It's always, they're always in cardigans. They're always ten, in cardigans. Now it's ten white guys from Connecticut and Cardigan singing holiday classics. I'm just, they're always from Connecticut. I'm just going to do this. is uh, the Mint Juleps and Ladysmith Black Mombazo. This is what I ended my uh, acapella show on, singing... Uh, Oh, that's the wrong one. But we're going to play some rap after that. I pulled up, I pulled up the wrong one. That's fine, but we're going to play some rap after that. That sounds good. Or something like that. We'll play something we'll play something of my of my liking after we play your acapella. That sounds good. I like that. Okay, I think I, this is Lady Smith Black Mombazo and the Mint Julep singing The Lion Sleeps. Let me start that over. Oh, I'm not plugged in. Hold on. One more time. Move it. 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 Move it.
on to something folks sorry about that i'm just having trouble with this thing today we might have to bail on this song it does not suck it's it's it's, it's a it's lion beautiful. king it's lion king no it's lion sleeps this is just lion king it's a beautiful song well done lady smith black mombazo i don't want to listen to the lion king <laughs> it's not the lion king but uh, anyway, it's beautiful, and it's not ten white guys from Connecticut. It, 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 it didn't sound so bad. Singing holiday classics. Hey, you're listening to Radio Free Brooklyn. You're listening to a safe space radio on Radio Free Brooklyn. Our mission is <coughs> to provide a free and open platform to our community and promote media literacy, education, free expression, and public art. We rely primarily on donations from listeners like you. Every dollar helps us stay on the air and allows us to continue our work in the community. We are a 501c3 nonprofit organization, so all contributions are tax deductible. Please support with a monthly pledge or a one-time donation at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. If you're an Amazon shopper and would like to donate in a way that costs nothing to you, go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash Amazon and register RFB as your Amazon Smile Charity. Every time you shop, a portion of your purchase benefits Radio Free Brooklyn. If you'd like to listen to RFB when you're not in front of your computer, please download our free mobile app for iPhone and Android, available in the App Store for iPhone or the Google Play Store for Android. And please be sure to subscribe to our monthly newsletter for the latest news about new programming and upcoming RFB events. You can sign up at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash newsletter. Leatherman! Leatherman. We've, we've got, uh, got a three-day weekend. Monday, Martin Luther King Jr. Day. I was uh, I was listening to. I think we did a good job talking about what what happened at the hospitals. Do you want to talk more? No, but I think we did okay. a good job. Good. Don't you think we did a good job? I think that we do a, a very good job in advocating for whatever cause we're advocating for, and I think it's great that we do it. You know, I, it it was really nice to see us moving up on the on the. On the leaderboards. Thank you. We're number five. Most listened to talk radio. Thank you. Thank you. That's um, crazy. Thank that, that that that's thank you to you guys. And it just makes me feel even like it's even more important that we that we that we talk about issues. The important that, stuff. That we talk about the important stuff, not just butt stuff. Butt stuff is important too. You're right. You're right. <laughs> and when I think about the Leatherman, and you know these 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 buff 
dudes, you know, in the workshop pounding away with the hammers and stuff, and like that, that they they really it's 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 just craftsmanship, just to help people have better sex lives. It is. It is. It's excellent craftsmanship for better sex lives for people. So, uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Day coming up on Monday. I did, um, I listened to the, the I Have a Dream speech. It's about 17 and a half minutes long. You can, you can find it online. <coughs> you know, commercial TV, commercial radio, they'll play you clips of it. Uh, they're not going to, unfortunately, not, not going to play a 17 and a half minute speech. We would. Maybe we should. Maybe we should. Do you have it? We should play the whole speech. Do you have it right now? I think I can find it and make this work. We have we have enough time. We're not a commercial radio station. We can do it. We can do it. We can do it. I love that speech, actually. I think it's one of the best speeches ever written. I agree. I absolutely agree. Um, sometimes I like to listen to it over music. Some of it I have, I have some, but I don't have it on me. But I have some versions over music on my computer. Beautiful to dance to it over music. It's beautiful. Yeah, I have it. All right, let's play it. Because we're not commercial radio, we can play yeah, a seventeen-minute speech. It. This time I have the honor to present to you the moral leader of our nation. I have the pleasure to present to you Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr. I am happy to join with you today in what will go down in history as the greatest demonstration for freedom in the history of our nation. Five score years ago, a great American in whose symbolic shadow we stand today signed the Emancipation Proclamation. This momentous decree came as a great beacon light of hope to millions of Negro slaves who had been seared in the flames of withering injustice. It came as a joyous daybreak 
to end the long night of their captivity. But 100 years later, the Negro still is not free. 100 years later, the, the life of the Negro is still sadly crippled by the manacles of segregation and the chains of discrimination. 100 years later, the Negro lives on a lonely island of poverty in the midst of a vast ocean of material prosperity. 100 years later, The, the Negro is still languished in the corners of American society and finds himself in exile in his own land. And so we've come here today to dramatize a shameful condition. In a sense, we've come to our nation's capital to cash a check. When the architects of our republic wrote the magnificent words of the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence. They were signing a promissory note to which every American was to fall heir. This note was a promise that all men, yes, black men as well as white men, would be guaranteed the unalienable rights of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. It is obvious today that America has defaulted on this promissory note insofar as her citizens of color are concerned. Instead of honoring this sacred obligation, America has given the Negro people a bad check, a check which has come back marked insufficient funds. But we refuse to believe that the Bank of Justice is bankrupt. We refuse to believe that there are insufficient funds in the great vaults of opportunity of this nation. So we've come to cash this check, a check that will give us upon demand the riches of freedom and the security of justice. We have also come to this hallowed spot to remind America of the fierce urgency of now. This is no time to engage in the luxury of cooling off or to take the tranquilizing drug of gradualism. Now is the time to make real the promises of democracy. Now is the time to rise from the dark and desolate valley of segregation to the sunlit path of racial justice. Now is the time to lift our nation from the quicksands of racial injustice to the solid rock of brotherhood. Now is the time.
to make justice a reality for all of God's children. It would be fatal for the nation to overlook the urgency of the moment. This sweltering summer of the Negro's legitimate discontent will not pass until that is an invigorating autumn of freedom and equality. 1963 is not an end, but a beginning. Those who hoped that the Negro needed to blow off steam and will now be content will have a rude awakening if the nation returns to business as usual. There will be neither rest nor tranquility in America until the Negro is granted his citizenship rights. The whirlwinds of revolt will continue to shake the foundations of our nation until the bright day of justice emerges. But that is something that I must say to my people who stand on the warm threshold which leads into the palace of justice in the process of gaining our rightful place, we must not be guilty of wrongful deeds. Let us not seek to satisfy our thirst for freedom by drinking from the cup of bitterness and hatred. We must forever conduct our struggle on the high plane of dignity and discipline. We must not allow our creative protests to degenerate into physical violence. Again and again, we must rise to the majestic heights of meeting physical force with soul force. The marvelous new militancy which has engulfed the Negro community must not lead us to a distrust of all white people. For many of our white brothers, as evidenced by their presence here today, have come to realize that their destiny is tied up with our destiny. And they have come to realize that their freedom is inextricably bound to our freedom. We cannot walk alone. And as we walk, we must make the pledge that we shall always march ahead. We cannot turn back. There are those who are asking the devotees of civil rights, when will you be satisfied? We can never be satisfied as long as the Negro is the victim of the unspeakable horrors of police brutality. We can never be satisfied. As long as our bodies, heavy with the fatigue of travel, cannot gain lodging in the motels of the highways and the hotels of the cities. We cannot be satisfied as long as the Negro's basic mobility is from a smaller ghetto to a larger one. We can never be satisfied as long as our children are stripped of their selfhood and robbed of their dignity by signs stating for whites only. 
We cannot be satisfied as long as a Negro in Mississippi cannot vote and a Negro in New York believes he has nothing for which to vote. No, no, we are not satisfied and we will not be satisfied until justice rolls down like waters and righteousness like a mighty stream. I am not my unmindful that some of you have come here out of great trials and tribulations. Some of you have come fresh from narrow jail cells. Some of you have come from areas where your quest for freedom left you battered by the storms of persecution and staggered by the winds of police brutality. You have been the veterans of creative suffering. Continue to work with the faith that unearned suffering is redemptive. Go back to Mississippi. Go back to Alabama. Go back to South Carolina. Go back to Georgia. Go back to Louisiana. Go back to the slums and ghettos of our northern cities knowing that somehow this situation can and will be changed. Let us not wallow in the valley of despair. I say to you today, my friend, so even though we face the difficulties of today and tomorrow, I still have a dream. It is a dream deeply rooted in the American dream. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. I have a dream that one day on the red hills of Georgia, the sons of former slaves and the sons of former slave owners will be able to sit down together at the table of brotherhood. I have a dream that one day even the state of Mississippi, a state sweltering with the heat of injustice, sweltering with the heat of oppression will be transformed into an oasis of freedom and justice. I have a dream that my four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin but by the content of their character. I have a dream today. I have a dream that one day down in Alabama with its vicious racists, with its governor 
having his lips dripping with the words of interposition and nullification. One day right there in Alabama, little black boys and black girls will be able to join hands with little white boys and white girls as sisters and brothers. I have a dream today. I have a dream that one day every valley shall be exalted. Every hill and mountain shall be made low, the rough places will be made plain, and the crooked places will be made straight, and the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together. This is our hope. This is a faith that I go back to the South with. With this faith, we will be able to hew out of the mountain of despair a stone of hope. With this faith, we will be able to transform the jangling discords of our nation into a beautiful symphony of brotherhood. With this faith, we will be able to work together, to pray together, to struggle together, to go to jail together, to stand up for freedom together, knowing that we will be free one day. This will be the day, this will be the day with all of God's children be able to sing with new meaning, my country tears of thee. Sweet land of liberty of thee I sing. Land where my fathers died, land of the pilgrim's pride. From every mountainside, let freedom ring. And if America is to be a great nation, this must become true. And so let freedom ring. From the prodigious hilltops of New Hampshire, let freedom ring. From the mighty mountains of New York, let freedom ring from the heightening Alleghenies of Pennsylvania. Let freedom ring from the snow-capped Rockies of Colorado. Let freedom ring from the curvaceous slopes of California. But not only that, let freedom ring from Stone Mountain of Georgia. Let freedom ring from Lookout Mountain of Tennessee. Let freedom ring from every hill and mole hill of Mississippi, from every mountainside. Let freedom ring, and when this happens, and when we allow freedom ring, when we let it ring from every village and every hamlet, from every state and every city, we will be able to speed up that day when all of God's children, black men and white men, Jews and Gentiles, Protestants and Catholics, will be able to join hands and sing in the words of the old Negro spiritual, free at last, free at last, thank God Almighty, we are free at last. Are we back? We're back. I'm really glad we played that. I, I am too. You know, that it's such an important speech. Free at last, free at last. Thank God Almighty. Free at last. You know, I, I hope, I hope we are. I hope, I hope we can, it's been so long. It's been so long since that speech is made. And there's still so much progress to be made. There is. There is. There are still, there are still, there are still problems with voting in Mississippi, with being able to vote in Mississippi, and there are still problems with having choices in New York. 
everything he says in that speech is still a very much a problem today. And we really need to let that ring home. We need to let that ring home. You were saying, uh, and and I and I had I had mentioned it before we played this that uh, you know commercial television, commercial radio, the seventeen and a half minute speech they they don't play, they can't play because they they have to have commercials within a certain amount. But of time. we can. But we can. And then when you say so, why don't we do it? When you said so, why don't we do it? I'm so glad you did. You know. I'm so glad we did that because you had also mentioned to me there are people who have not heard that entire speech beginning there, to end. There are. There are. You because know, it hasn't been available. Because it hasn't been available to them. And I, I hope I hope if you haven't heard it from beginning to end, you are touched. It's a beautiful speech. Yeah, and if you're someone who uh who 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 who, who tuned out during that, then you're not a listener that that we need to have. You're not a listener we need to have if you don't want if you don't want to listen to to Dr. Martin Luther King speak his truth. You're not a listener we need. Yeah, this is this. We, you, it's a national holiday. You're getting you're getting a day off. Rachel just said she got a mention. Oh, she <laughs> said what? I, I I but I was supposed to say Betty, Mary, Mary. But then I just said but Rachel. She said what? She said she got a mention, but then I just she said, got emotional. A mention. Oh, a mention. But I shouldn't have just said. She doesn't. They don't know what. They don't know what mention she got. My friend Rachel got a mention, but she doesn't know what mention she got. But I love Rachel very much. <laughs> <laughs> I love Rachel very much. Um, yeah. So know why you're getting an international holiday. Know why you have a, a, a three day a three day weekend. Yeah. Please know why you're getting a three day weekend. And Rachel gets a three day weekend because she's my best friend. Love her. I love her so much. I'm so happy. I I've been doing this with. I shouldn't mention her name, but I already did. So we're just on it because I just she texted me. And she fucked me up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too. I'm too. I'm too. Like I'm not on my game today. I'm not on my game today. But Rachel, of course, got to mention and my best friend. She's been my best friend. We've been doing this for years. You know, me and my best friend. We go in and we help people who are, you know, struggling more than we we are. You know, we we are mentally ill, and we go in and help people who are more mentally ill than we are. We really help. We're a very big help to our to our peers. Absolutely, I know. I know you are. And you know they wouldn't. They don't. New York City doesn't know what to do without us. They don't know what to do without us. That's not true. I'm so glad you said it. Because <laughs> coming from me, it would be mean. <laughs> New York City definitely knows what to do without me. They, New York City would like to get rid of me. <laughs> they don't want to get rid of Rachel. <laughs> She's going to kill me when when I mention her name for, with, with real names. She's going to kill me. Well, at least you don't put last names out there. Oh, speaking of last names, John Richard Hall, my dad, he was there in Washington. Uh, he was there. He, he, he was did, there. He, he did for the that march speech. on Washington. He he did the whole march. Uh, he was there for that speech. He was there for that speech. That's beautiful. In 1963. He he always instilled in me. Oh God, uh, we don't have a lot of time left, but I'll just give you a brief, a brief story. Uh, 
I found a piece of mail when I was a very young child, and it was it was a, a, a it, it had a, a person of color, and next to the person of color, it had a it had a. God, it's so painful to even remember this. It had a picture of a of a chimpanzee, and they were making comparisons. And I, I asked my dad, "What what is this? I don't understand. What is this?" And he had wished that I hadn't seen it. He had wished that I hadn't seen it. And he said, "He said that's that's hate mail. That's hate mail, and it's wrong." And he told me all about why it's wrong. And yeah, that's so sad. It was a good experience, a bonding experience. It was something where I learned, you know, about um, too young, learning about hate in the world and, hate, how, hate and how, it is, world. how it is manifested and how it is, you know, distributed. And, and today it still is. And, and, uh, and, it, and it led to a conversation that was positive. But, man, we got heavy. I just said to Rachel, I'm sorry, I just used your name. <laughs> is she listening? <laughs> Yeah, she said I got a mention, and then and then I and then I said Rachel right now. Rachel, you're, Rachel, you're really hot. Rachel, you're really hot. Rachel, <laughs> Rachel, everyone thinks you're really hot. <laughs> well, we're using your name, and we're really sorry about this, but you're really hot. <laughs> Rachel, we love you. Please don't ever leave us. Don't ever leave us, Rachel. Rachel's my girlfriend now. She hasn't agreed on this yet, but I've told her she is. <laughs> I think they have to agree. They have to agree. It's 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 sort of a two way. They love, have to love, agree. Love is a two way street, babe. Listen, Rachel agrees. Rachel loves me. Rachel loves me. Boy, Rachel. this has been this has been a this this hour is this is my favorite time of the week. You know, having, this has been a very lovely hour, easy. and I'm glad we played that 17 minute speech. I think it, it was necessary. It was. I'm so glad we did it too. Yay! This was a very nice. This was a very nice life we live. We've only got a minute left. Goodbye, Boy. goodbye, folks. Where where is our our new our new? Yeah, friend? isn't there supposed to be a show following us? She she yeah. She was think she just like that. I, I'm not doing this. Anymore. She's too afraid of us. <laughs> a one and done. <laughs> she she was like, "Fuck you." Bitches. I'm gonna pre-record. These people are fucking nuts. These people are nuts. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. I'm not dealing with these people. Maybe she's pre-recording now. Uh, thank you all. Thank you, Lucas, so much. This has been great. Uh, you are the best. Thank you, folks, for for listening. We really appreciate all of our listeners. <laughs> We Thank you be, very much. We will be back uh, next week, I'm sure, with another live show. I love to end with show yourself some love and show some love to others. It's important and you need